Wow. Was that Julia Ladkowitz, uh, the host of Is This What You Want podcast, or was that just a uh, international touring scat woman? We'll never know. But hi, it's me, Julia Ladkowitz, the host of Is This What You Want podcast, and I am here with my husband, my co-host, my mustachioed Mike's Hard Lemonade Lickety Split Lumberjack, Matt O'Brien. Imagine I, the whole episode I just didn't say anything. It was just all intros. Oh, what a dream. A 45-minute intro, and at the end of it I go, hello, and then that's the episode. And we go, is this what you want? Yeah. You want 45-minute intros? Do you want Julia doing more scat off the top? <laughs> <laughs> we lost three listeners on that. I um, think that's... Not the first time I've scattered on this podcast. No. I feel like I every time you're like, "Do you want to do the intro?" and then I panic and I go, "Scabba beep bop boop." Yeah, it's a it's a bulletproof improv tool, really. If somebody asks you to improv on the spot, you go, "All right, I'm a skip bat." Gonna make some noises. Make noises is step one of being an actor or improviser. Listen, I killed my. UCB 101 final show. That's true. 1 Got p.m. The show. the most laughs. <laughs> I was there. It was shocking how entertaining it was. It was fun. It was actually great. And then uh, we were signed up to take UCB. Well, I was going to take 201. You were going to take 101. And then C to the O to the V to the I to the D hit. COVID, as I heard someone call it the other day. COVID? COVID. Like, COVID. What is wrong with people? COVID. COVID. It's not... Especially because it's been said so many times. Like, it's not, like, the first time you're hearing it. We were talking about this the other day. Years ago, Matt and I went to a resort in Cuba. Um, just kidding. I call it Cuba. We went to Cuba, and it was and called... This was in Mexico, wasn't it? No, this was Cuba. Okay. And it was um, the memory... It was called the Memories Resort. Memories. Yeah. And then on the plane, these two idiots were yapping, and this guy was talking to this girl, and she's like, what, what resort were you staying at? And he's like, I was there for a month, and it was um, me- Memorize. Memor- you were at a place memorize. for a month, and you're calling it Memorize. Well, maybe that's how the locals pronounced it. And he was like, well, I'll just say whatever the locals are saying, you know? His eyes aren't the locals. Yeah, I guess so. His eyes can read the word memories. But that is more understandable than COVID. Because memories begins with M-E. So you're like, M-E, okay, I know that is me. And let's figure out the rest of this word, orize. So it's memorize. Uh, it's very funny. No. But he said it 17 times on the flight. And no, that woman didn't correct him. So I am to understand that she also says memorize. Um, uh, they're bad people. It reminds me of when I worked at a call center for Apple. And one time, uh, someone in a cubicle next to me what was her name? Elaine. She's a funny. She's funny, and she uh, ordered a pizza using the the voice on the computer, like yeah. the type to voice. So she ordered a pizza, and it was like, "I would like one large pepperoni pizza." <laughs> <laughs> it like struggled with pepperoni. Like those old computers could not pronounce pepperoni. Pepperoni. I want one large pepperoni. <laughs> I always think of when. My sister's friend went to some sort of like 
I don't know. It was it was not like um it wasn't a zoo, but it was some sort of outdoor adventure where you go and someone takes you on a tour. And apparently, like, I don't know what this... I think they were French, like French-Canadian, but speaking English. And so they're narrating this journey that they're on, and they're like, the bison are roaming throughout the sprouse. So the bison are roaming throughout the spruce trees. Like, occasionally, a boar will eat a bird. This isn't Snow White's little garden, you know? Is that true? A boar will eat a bird? Also, bison? Where are bison? I don't know, but they're roaming throughout the sprouse. They apparently are. That's that's their wheelhouse right the there. The bees are roaming sprouts. throughout the sprouts. That's uh, <laughs> the French accent is a beautiful thing. Uh, another beautiful thing is a beautiful chappy hour happening. Let's talk about oh yeah what we are chappying on this chappiest of all chappy hours. Listen, I am chappy. You, you are chappy. I'm drinking. I'm drinking a classic Alexander Keith's Tall Boy because hell yeah. I got a real hankering for a spankering from these uh, for these Canadian beers. Yeah. I enjoy. The taste of a nice, ice, cold, Canadian brewed beer. I got an email. Um, I like a cold Keith's. Yeah. And here's the thing. We've been drinking a lot of craft beer lately. Love me a craft beer. Sure. Love an IPA. Give me something funky. But sometimes you just want something clean and simple. Yeah. And that's where a Keith's comes and in. And that's where Keith's comes in. I like the color of the can. I like when a can is green. That green is a, a very triggering beer color for me. I like yes. that. Because uh, green screams like Moosehead and Canada and the lake. And, and Heineken and as well. I enjoy Heineken. Yeah. I think it's the green. You know green what? Go. Heineken can can suck it. It's it tastes like skunk. skunk to it. It's I like the skunk. Their branding's very good, but you know what? You've tricked us into liking a bad beer. Well, Molson Canadian and Heineken were two of the first beers I ever, ever had. And mm. they both have a bit of a skunk to them. But uh, it's nostalgic memories. I used to uh, drink honey lager. Oh, I remember honey fucking lager. Oh yeah, it was cheap as hell. It was so cheap. I think it's because it was such bad beer. They're like, we got to sweeten this up a bit. Yeah, we got to fucking shove some honey in there. You can't taste the honey. At no point was I like, this is a sweet, sweet honey beer. No, I think they add some friggin' like caramel color in there and call it honey lager. Yeah. And like, Arr. but then I drank seven hundred and ninety during my college years. Oh yeah. So. I drink um, a million. Who the fuck am I to say? And what am I chapping? Is I that what know. you're gonna ask? I'm chapping back a little. Um, I don't even know what the fuck this is. It's a it's like a Chardonnay blend. It's not great. I think it's called Comuna. And the bottle is funky. And I think one of my mom's friends brought it over one afternoon. And my mom's like, I like the bottle. And she's like, it's not bad. So now this is the wine that we always have. Huh. It's because I don't drink a ton of white. So like I'll yep. buy the white wine that I want occasionally, but I didn't buy any white wine, so I'm not complaining. It's very nice that, you know, there's white wine around for me to just consume. Oh, yeah. But it's not. I'm deciding that I don't really love it. You don't really love what? What is it that you don't love about it? Is it I don't know. Uh, it's got long legs on it. I can see from the gla- on the glass over here, I which means the alcohol cold. content is quite high, high. But I don't think it is. You think it's just chilled and it's it just it more. tastes like it tastes like house wine that you'd get. And when you're like, give me a glass of your cheapest white wine. Yes, give me the bucket water that's in the back. It has that sort of like I don't even I don't know if it's melon, that's that's in some white wines or something. It just it's this smell that reminds me of a bad white wine I had before. You know. I see. Yes, so, something that could be easily vomited up. Um, well, and you would no. feel guilty. Can you actually not say that because I'm trying to enjoy something the that wine. would be vomited without care. 
That's the wine of choice. Now I'm thinking about vomit and bile, and you actually ruined this white wine for me even more. And but I'm you already hated honestly, it. Honestly, I didn't. I never <laughs> said I hated it. I said I don't love it. Well, I made you not love it more. Well, I hate you. I truly hate you, and I want the <laughs> listeners to know this podcast is over. In pharma, you know, say that on I lick your bum bum now. Is he saying I lick your bum bum now? That's what all of us kids in school would say. What is he saying though? Um, also, kudos to me to defusing you immediately with snow lyrics. <laughs> Listen, this was all for show, you pig. Oh, there's no show. There's no show. Turn off the podcast. There's no show. You think I don't know how to turn on a show? Now you're telling me I don't know what a show is. A sh- <laughs> how dare you? What is a show? What is a show to you? A show is whatever the fuck I want it to be, all right? <laughs> See, there we go. That's a show right there. Mm. Okay, here's a show for you. Uh, two guys get in a car accident. Of course, it's two guys. But they're both butlers. <laughs> and they both have to butler for each other, but they don't have time because they're butlering. It's cross called cross-butlering. Cross-butlering. Yeah, it's called two butts. It's called... But then their cars are shaped like... Uh, also shaped like butlers. <laughs> oh. Everything's a butler. Everything in the show is a butler. So they're like, you, you have to pay off for the car damage. You have to butler for me. And then they get to the house and the mom's a butler... The kids are butlers. The dog's a butler. The couch is a butler. Everything's a butler. Is also, their last name butler? It's also butler. But their first names are not. What's their first names? They're all named Mike. <laughs> all, they're all Mike Butler? <laughs> Mike Butlers. I am Mike Butler. This is my wife, Mike, Mike Butler. Butler. My son, Mike Butler. My daughter, Mike Butler. My dog, Mike Butler. Yeah. Don't sit on the couch. It's also named Mike <laughs> yeah. Butler. And what's it on Mike Butler? Hey, my buck, Mike Butler. I also do want to film quarantines as uh, somehow. Oh, yeah, quarantines. Remember we talked about quarantines? Where yes, where the teens are corn. It's a hi- no, no, no. They're <laughs> in corn. <laughs> oh, but I but I was picturing a cartoon where it's teenage corns. Or practical <laughs> effects to make people look like corn, which would be terrifying. Right. Um, yes, I do we'll want... like quarantine. I like quarantines, a coming-of-age story that takes place in a high school that is completely... Uh, full of corn. Quarantines. Yeah. It's possible. That and the biggest threat is heat because then they'll turn into popcorn. Yeah. And then it'll be pop teens. That's the spinoff. Yeah. Pop teens. Pop teens. We're bags of popcorn. Going to spill ourselves all over town. Finding a job. But I'm popcorn. No one will hire me because I'm covered in butter. Listen, um, Chappie Hour. What? Uh, you still have not seen Chappie? Let's let's check in there for a second. Also, Christina Walkinshaw, longtime listener and friend of ours, um, she had tweeted something asking if Chappie was the same Chappie in Cobra Kai, and. I don't know what she's talking about. I th- well, there's because uh, Johnny will be watching TV and he'll be watching some like jet, like a Top Gun style show. And one of them, one of the characters in the right. TV show in the show is, is named Chappie. Chappie. So, Christina, no, it's not the same Chappie. That Chappie. Is- how, how, Chappie's a robot. It's a movie about a robot. Different Chappies. Chappie, it's a movie about a robot. And it's not about the show within a show. Is there Chappie the musical? Should we create Chappie the musical? We honestly should. I'm a shitty robot. Nobody likes me. That's okay, because I don't know the movie. Yes, <laughs> two people who've never seen the movie write Chappie the Musical. I don't know. Well, actually, I have seen it, but I don't really my know the plot. My name is Chappie, and I'm here to say, I lick my butt every day. Break it down. 
that's the opening song. <laughs> that's even before the curtain comes up. You just hear that song, and then the audience goes, Ooh, this is going to be bad. And then after you go, I lick my butt every day. And then you go, no refunds. This show is four and a half hours. And then the curtains then, come up. And then all the doors lock. All the doors lock. <laughs> uh, oxygen masks come down from the ceiling to imply that it's going to get wild. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, everybody's going to get gassed, so you better put your masks yeah. on. Well, if you were in uh, like a theater or an opera and the show started and a bunch of oxygen masks fell down, <laughs> you'd be like, well, what's going to happen here? Yeah. Is this going to be so... That'd or if be they actually... just hand out like shields at the door or something. Yeah. Or just everybody gets a weapon. <laughs> that would be fun. It would be funny to be like, as a, as a comedian too, you're like, this show is going to be so funny. You're going to need extra oxygen. Like what a... What a cocky move, huh? Or if they give you like diapers because it's like you're going to laugh so hard you're literally going to shit. Yes. People have been shitting at my shows and pissing in their pants. So. People have. I have gotten like a lot of messages being like, oh my God, you're so funny. Like I almost peed my pants, but I've never gotten like a, oh my God, you're so funny. I literally shit. <laughs> yeah. I haven't gotten a shit. I've had almost pee. Uh, I've had a s- couple of spit takes, which is exciting. Yeah. Also in nowadays... No, Dangerous. thank you. Keep, keep your spit. <laughs> keep your fluids to yourself. I, I, it takes a lot for me to spit take. I'm trying to think of the last time I spit took. I don't know if I've ever done a spit take, but I've had a sip of something and then some things made me laugh so hard where I'm like almost dying because I'm like, I need to either like eject these liquids from my mouth or i need to swallow this and i'm dying i can hold it long enough where it'll go up in my nose and then run down my nose so it'll be like a the world's slowest spit take Mm. but uh that's just where i'm at with spit takes you know what i mean like um it's never like (gasps) like how you see it in uh, the movies is that why they call them spit takes because there's a take in a movie that's what it is from i think you're just taking it in with your eyes (laughs) and then you're spitting uh oh you like thought the spit was going into your eyes you're taking it into your eyes it's a spit take take no, my you're spit. taking it in you're taking in the scene with your eyes and it's making you spit take my spit piece no. of shit ew take my spit take my spit that's disgusting i think that's a red hot chili pepper song no that's suck my kiss suck my kiss you suck know my what? kiss is the same thing red hot chili peppers can suck my kiss because wow. I don't even know what that means, but I find them so irritating. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with anyone that's ever said that, although I do like them and I have enjoyed all of their music. You love them. But now I feel like I'm growing out of them, so I will listen to their songs and half my brain will go, you like this, just enjoy it. But the other half of my brain is just going, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. Like it's, it's, I'm conflicted within myself. Sometimes I'd rather listen to like Theory of a Dead Man. I'm kidding. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that they were they were like a spin-off of Nickelback? Because everyone's like, wow. Yeah. Like they oh my god, but they're produced by Nickelback. Like Nickel- Oh, they are? Yeah, Nickelback is like, oh, I'm pretty sure. Let me just fact check this theory. Yeah, you of- can't you gotta fact check your Canadian knowledge. Also, what fucking name for a band? Are you kidding me? Like Theory of a Dead Man. Theory of a Dead Man, and then in the Wikipedia, abbreviated as Theory or Toad. Theory of a Dead Man. Wouldn't it be Totem? Is Dead Man one word? Dead Man's one word. Huh. Deadman. Toad. You go to that Toad concert last night, it was fucking ribbit, you know? 
Oh no. <laughs> oh no. All right, the podcast is over. This is not what anybody wants, and I apologize. It says associated bands Nickelback, but I want to know the story. Um, story. Okay, Theory of Dead Man was initially formed in 1999 by lead guitarist, vocalist Tyler Connolly. That's a good name for that Fucking style. Fucking Tyler Connolly. Fucking Tyler Connolly started a band with Dean, bassist Dean Beck. Dean, Dean Beck. Beck? <laughs> <laughs> Dean, Dean Beck. Dean Beck. My name Dean is Dean Beck. Beck. My name is Dean Beck, and I'm here to say I'm in a shitty band that. every day. Isn't it's it? It's whose song Joe's. is that? Dean, who's Lean Beck? Who does Lean Beck? That Joe. That Joe. Dean Beck. Dean Beck. Beck. I wonder if he Dean sings Beck. out in the shower. Um, <laughs> they later became the first act to sign with Nickelback frontman Chad Kruger's 604 Records in 2001. Isn't it gross that Chad and um, Avril were married? Yeah, but they're not, right? Not anymore. How That was pretty quick. Yeah. Chad Kroger. And now he just goes, look at this photograph. And she's like, I don't want to. I feel for, I feel for Chad Kroger in a way. How, how could you not? He's All doing that success, just fine. he's doing fine. It's but it's the what a weird. Can you imagine having such enormous success and then the world is like, fuck you, like still like. But the world is. But also, you have so many fans that love you. But, but I feel like their fans aren't vocal though. They just yeah. like like them in the shadows. But, and then they go to their. I remember like yeah, their concerts were like there was one in Peterborough when I lived there, and it was sold out in seconds. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anyone that was going. But somehow there was people shipped in to go to the Nickelback concert. Also, Chad Kroger's only 45. He's 10 years older than me. He's done so much more. He's done a lot. You know what? To Chad Kroger. This, we're dedicating this Chappy Hour to Chad. Yes, this and Chappy Dean Hour. Back. And Dean Back, the bassist. Uh, well, they were married for two years. Huh. That's like, figure it out, man. Yeah, was that first year must have been okay. Then the other year was like... Uh-oh. Whoopsie doopsie. Is the first year okay, though? Because I feel like it takes a while to decide, like, yeah, maybe this isn't working. Yeah, it's wh- not like you're like, two years of bliss. Mm-hmm. Time to end it. Well, some people, maybe they just know, you know? Also, I mean, that last nine months was Chad Kruger sleeping on a friend's couch. So we got we to gotta put that in the factor. Yeah, it was a friend's couch and not one of his other m- fucking houses that he owns because he's a multimillionaire. That's true. What do you, How much is he worth? Hmm. $2. Also, this is all bullshit because if you look up anybody's net worth there's always some schlubby comedian who's our friend and then there's an article about them being like they're worth two million dollars and they're like no i'm not yeah it said i could relook it up i looked it up once and it said i was worth like 2.5 million dollars and then i looked it up again and it was like you are worth one million it's like i lost a hundred one point five (laughs) million By just looking it up. Chad Kroger. Also, you are worth no million. I have no millions. I've not had one million in my life. I mean, to me, combined. you're priceless. Wow, wee, wow, wee, wow, wow, wow. Somebody's going to get laid tonight. It's me, ladies. Dean Beck. A Dean, Dean Beck. Beck. <laughs> I'm the basis for Nickelback. Nope. Theory of a Dead Man. Chad Kroger is supposedly worth $80 million. He could buy all of his friends a couch and sleep on every couch. He's six feet. That's it? I mean, that's a good height. That's a great height. Look at this fucking height. Every time I do, it makes me smite. (laughs) I don't know. It's just the first word that comes to your ding-dong head, isn't it? Smite. Smite. I, um, what were we talking about? Nickelback, Chad Kruger, Chappy Hour. Should we drift into our first possible segment? 
Yeah, um, let's get into warm and fuzzy. Week oh and my a God. lot has happened for those listeners that have been following along and and if you're listening, yes, you have been following our story, but um, let's get into warm and fuzzies because I feel like we got a lot this week. Yes. Would you like to begin? Well, I feel like we have one shared warm and fuzzy. And as yeah. you all this is like i don't even know how warm and fuzzy this is but it's like it's like hot and victorious yeah it's it's (laughs) it is hot and victorious victorious yes so as you all know we've been battling our landlords literally it's pretty much been a month yes it's been almost a full month since we've gone through all this bogus shit with them they were withholding our security deposit technically it's been years of battling them because they've been real Dick bags Real battle to axes. Us. Yeah. And then uh, they ended up giving us back three grand of our security deposit, withholding 500 of it for these alleged damages, which were absolutely just fabricated and insane. Oh, yeah. We wrote up this big draft. Like, literally, I'd say it was 15 pages at least. At least. It was a document. It was a, a, a huge, like, presentation. It's something that if it was in a file, James Bond would steal it from. Uh, like an ambassador yes. in a movie, or like, what is in this document that's so important? It like was important information. If we information. had to write it for school, we would get an A plus plus. We would. It was so good, and I had my my friend Kim, who's a lawyer, look over it. And my friend Alana, who's uh, d- used to deal with you know tenant bullshit, and she's like, "This is so thorough. This is great." She recommended a cover letter. We wrote a snappy ass cover letter, sent it off. Then our landlord's dicking us around. Oh, we didn't get the email, even though we emailed like four days in a row. We texted, whatever. And then on the last day, we're like, listen, did you have a chance to review it? If you don't respond in 24 hours, we're taking you to small claims court. Yep. And then literally two minutes later, Matt gets a little ping and all of the money that they, the remainder of the remaining $500 that they owed us. And the 170 that they owed us for our headboard that was damaged due to mold in our account. Every penny, no questions asked. It was orchestrated to perfection. I'm wondering if we said small claims to begin with, how if it would have been quicker. But I feel like we did things spaced out. In the letter, though, uh, in the document at the end, it says we'd like to uh, remedy this in a whatever situation, but we'll escalate it to legal matter or small claims court we did yeah. say that but i don't think they read that part I, well I think they then that's through it. their stupid fault but uh it was it was just it's very well orchestrated i feel like we did a very good job at it i'm very proud of us and it's oh god it's just been something hanging over our heads since the day we moved out mm-hmm. and i'm like art and at the end of the day yeah it's not like a life-changing amount of money but like we said before it was the principal and They've done this to like every tenant that's moved out. And most people, when they're moving, they're stressed out. They're like, I honestly can't be bothered. It's because the, when, when it comes to security deposit, you're like, that was so long ago. Like that money isn't even a part of me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you lose the connection to it. So you're like, well, I've lived this long without this money. Like what does it matter if a bit of it's missing? Yeah. Because, without even thinking of it. And I, I get it. Sometimes it's like it, it just for you don't want to battle someone. You're like, I just want it to be over. I'll take the loss, fine. Yeah. But no, no, no. We did not. And uh, I hope that uh, they think twice before trying to fuck with people. And I hope this inspires you, the listener, you fuck. Yeah, to, you little uh, fucks. <laughs> to stand up for yourself 
And if someone's wronged you or you want something that you are deserved, you go get it. I'm telling I feel like so many people are so passive and I'm passive in certain ways, but like as a whole, we all need to stand up for ourselves more. If something's yes. bothering you, so many people just deal with things. They're like, oh, my neighbor's doing this all the time, but I'll just suck it up and deal with it. Oh, this is really bothering me, but I'll just, I, I'll just deal with it. Stop repressing it. You're allowed to stand up for yourself and ask for what you want in a yes. nice way. I am that. I am a very passive person. I'm definitely get, working on it, getting better at at uh, mentioning what I would like and demanding things that are uh, fair to me. Um, like when that happened, when they withheld 500 bucks, I was like, mentally, my brain first went, okay, how can we justify this in our brain if, if we never see this money again? Yeah. Instead of being like, how do I get this back? Right. Because I've been screwed over so many times in my life mm -hmm. that I am like, even with that fucking red light ticket that I got, it was like 490 bucks. And at first I'm like, well, that was years ago. I'll just deal with it. I'll just yeah. pay it, whatever. And, and instead of being like, how do I get this money back? The only way I can do is try to work and get the money back, which right. I did on Cameo for an entire day. And I got like, I made like 700 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's not like it's not at that point you can <clears throat> fight. Like we did fight. Yeah. And then we lost that, that battle. But well, there's like, different levels to it, I guess. But you just know? fight for your fucking worth. And uh, sometimes people will, people will balk. And be like, you think you're worth that? Like, I'm trying to, th like, with our college agent that we had, who is an actual crazy person. 100% crazy. And when we would, s like, my whole career, I've been told I'm not worth this amount of money or whatever, or, or people trying to justify why they're paying me little or da-da-da. And I slowly learned to speak up for myself. So when a college agent's like, really? Like, were you getting that much money before for a gig? But, like... You think you're worth this? I'm like, yes, I do think I'm worth this amount. And when people are like, well, that amount of money for like an hour's worth of work, that's pretty good. I'm like, you're not factoring the 14 years yeah. that went into this. Or you're not factoring in the travel or the other work that I have to take off. What I'm trying to say is respect artists, respect yourself, fucking stand up for what you goddamn believe in. And there's a lot of injustices in this world right fucking now. And yes. you all have a fucking voice. Use it. And if you're scared, and I understand that it's scary to use it, especially with uh, now I'm now I'm just bleeding over into like <laughs> politics and race relations and other things. But God damn it. We all have to band together for the greater good. And if, I know it's scary to speak up sometimes, but if you can't speak up, speak up with your fucking wallet, donate, sign petitions, do something, just do fucking something we Am I can making all sense? be superheroes We're, we can all be batman at the same time let's I'm just sweating. be a bunch of bat people uh taking over the world as as bats people dress as bats and be heroes for society you don't have to be a bat person you do have to be a bat you can person. be your own bat person whatever that means but just quickly about like um i saw i saw someone post on facebook which i'm gonna be deleting facebook anyway it's a bad place yeah, but sometimes it's nice bat place and it's a bat place uh <laughs> the bat place uh we're gonna write it it's gonna be about bats <laughs> and someone wrote basically i guess someone had shamed them for not being vocal enough about the issues yeah in, that are happening today and he wrote a big post being like i'm like behind closed doors like I'm educating myself. I'm donating. I'm learning. I'm whatever. He's like, for my own mental health, though, like, I can't constantly be posting things and getting in 
Facebook arguments and whatever. And I understand that, like, because people are like, silence is violence. But just because someone's not posting a ton of things doesn't mean they're not doing anything. Yes. So as much as you want to strive for justice and encourage others to be really vocal about things, like, everybody's going through their own struggle and everybody has their own way of doing it. Yes. So very so well I'll cut each other cut. a little bit of slack. Cut some slack, but get what you want and fucking strangle people. But also just don't don't take that as an excuse to be lazy. No. Don't strangle people. But because you, because you, you know, to. you know deep down how much work you're doing, how yeah. much work you're putting in for yeah. a cause. Yes. Do unto others as okay, <laughs> <laughs> as you would have done upon you. Anyway, that's my warm and fuzzy. <laughs> What's that yours, man? Is it and aggressive also yours? and informative and well written and I unless, don't know if it was unless any a of comedian that. would be like, "What a TED talk!" But uh, that's an old bit. Um, it's a good bit though. The TED talk, calling things a TED talk. It's I know it's hack as hell, but sometimes I'm you're just in a joke. Where it just feels like an aggressive TED talk. And not you, you as in you, but like yeah. the greater you. Um, ha- saying that, <laughs> have you ever watched a TED talk in its full? No. I don't think I've watched a full one. I've tried to, and then I just can't get into it. I watch the little ones. There's like little baby TED talks. Not like with right. babies, but I would watch a baby do a TED talk. Google uh, Gaga. Ah. And then everyone starts clapping. Scat, scatting. Scat baby. Um, next up on TED Talk, we have a scat baby. <laughs> Doesn't scat mean shit too? Uh, I think in the pervert communities, but in regular <laughs> society, scat is a form of scatting. Yeah, um, but I like I think like oh, I scatted. Yeah, I skidded my shorts. <laughs> I scatted my shorts. Scatted, yeah. I scattered my shorts and it fell out of the one of the legs in the grocery store. That's a good sentence for you. I scattered. <laughs> I scattered. I scattered. I scattered. Wait, and so I, was that was that our communal warm and fuzzy? No, I, I let me think of something more independent here. Um, I'll tell you. Here's one that made me feel real nice. It happened last night Ooh. around what time was it? Seven, seven thirty, I believe. Is usually the time we eat dinner. The candles were lit. We were playing some Italian music. Off of a Bose wireless speaker coming from an iPad, our iPad, Spotify, Italian diner music, eating one of my favorite meals, chicken parm. Chicken butter majano. And it was just, I was in my own world. I took a couple bites and it was, del- oh, it was so good. So good. And it's one of those meals that just makes you feel cozy. It's like. It makes you feel warm and fuzzy. It makes you feel warm and fucking fuzzy. And then after, you're f- I was like full, but I'm like, I've had, you ever get that feeling in your body where you're like, I've had the maximum amount of one of my favorite foods. Like it's like your body's full of your favorite food. Yeah. It was really nice. And uh, also I'm feeling warm and fuzzy about the Cobra Kai that we're watching actually right now. It's because it's got like an 80s style vibe 
It's it has a vibe of like the stuff that we kind of like grew up on. Yeah, and that's what it reminds me of. It's very nostalgic, and we I don't remember ever watching Karate Kid, but we also watched Karate Kid to like because there's so many references in it. Yeah, I, I I don't think I had ever seen it. I think I'd maybe seen like clips, but I think I was a bit young. I think it was one of those movies that my parents like threw on. Like we you know like there were so many of those movies where your parents were like, we don't have a babysitter. This movie is your babysitter, right? And then would just be a movie on repeat. And I feel like I would glance at it uh, in between Hot Wheels uh, appointments. That's what I called playing with Hot Wheels. <laughs> appointments. <laughs> I have an appointment with the rug to uh, roll some <laughs> tiny cars on it. Um, uh, that sweet. was the most fun as a kid. Roll? Did you, did you roll around tiny cars? Or did you have I dolls? did. I rolled around tiny cars, and uh, I also uh, played with model horses. <laughs> model horses. We had model horses as well. I'd make like, um, I'd make all sorts of little courses for them. Courses for horses. Courses for horses. Yep. And then we'd like name them and then make we'd make a little stable for them and then we'd talk. Sagittarius. That's a good horse th- name. There was a Palomino uh, yeah. horse that I had called Ice Cream, but he's from the South. So he's like, ha, my name's Ass Cream. And then we'd laugh because it sounded like Ass, ass Cream. Ew. We went, my name's Ass Cream. Ass Cream. And your parents would be like, no swearing in there. No, first of all, my parents said fuck all the time. We were like a swearing family, even though they're like, don't fucking swear. Yeah, I think my parents, is, we grew up uh, sweary. But never swear if there's guests over. That's a big no-no. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, take it easy in public with the fucks. Yeah, but we play the horses in my in my uh, grandparents' garage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good area, you know? You get to... We'd also set up ski poles in their basement, and then I, me and Jen, my sister, would run around and jump them like horses. Oh, wow. On all fours? Not on all fours. Are we okay. crazy? I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen the video of those people that walk on yes, all fours like that's... horses? That could have been you guys. No, that's a bit much. Um, yes. I did the car thing. Did you ever see that, you know, that rug that looks like a city and it has yes. roads on it? I had that. That was very Ooh. exciting. Um, I remember my dad playing cars with me because he was a cop at the time. And I used to have this this cop car that you press down and it, and it goes, Wee! like the sirens go and everything. And he was like, you're like, all right, son. He's like, uh, say that you're the cops. And he hands me the cop car and he's like, you got to pull over this car. He's like, so how do you do it? And I'm like, I pull up the car beside the other car. He's like, I'm like, because he's speeding. And he's like, okay, that's good. And he's like, what do you do next? And then, then I'm like, then Batman comes in. And I have like this big Batmobile. And he's like, God, no, that's no, not. Batman that's not come in. <laughs> no, Batman never comes in. Can you imagine every time you got pulled over, if like things escalated, Batman came? Yeah. If he was on, if he was bored, he was like, he goes for lower crimes. Has that been a thing yet? Has that been like a sketch? Like bored Batman? Like, yeah, there's not like crimes. enough like huge stuff going on, so it's just like, yeah, I'll intervene with yeah. this shoplifting, you know, broken taillight. cyber crimes, <laughs> forgot my password issues, whatnot. Forgot my password issues. I don't know. That's like a super. That's not, that's a, not crime. a crime, but it's like a little. It's an issue like a citizen might have. Yeah, but that's not the police don't come over if you got, forgot your passport. No. Also, I always find it found it funny that like. Batman's whole thing is like never kill anybody. Like he could never kill anybody. Mm. Yet he'll like smash a guy's head off of a fucking dresser and then throw him off a building. Yeah, like how do you know? Like people have in like hockey fights, someone's like sucker punched a guy the wrong way and he's been paralyzed. You know what I mean? How do yeah. you know? How do you know you're not? I watched a, man? a fucking show on goddamn History Channel. That, that show we were watching where mm-hmm. it was like Mysteries the Museum. And it was I was like, there. Yeah, but did you see the Houdini one? 
Because that's one oh. a story I've heard about for years, and I wish I watched the rest of it because they were talking about the Houdini story about how he died. Because he got punched wrong, right? But it was, <laughs> first of all, we've done college gigs, and this is the, it's actually a story of the worst college gig ever because oh, it no. was oh, no. at a college gig that Houdini was doing in his like 50s or whatever. And a student came backstage and was like, oh, I heard you're pretty strong. You do feats of strength. And Houdini's like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, if I punch you in the stomach, you think you could handle it? And Houdini's like, yeah, I can handle that, I think. And he was like getting up to like prepare. And as he was getting up, the kid punched him in the stomach, like rapid fire. And he wasn't prepared. And then weeks later, he died because his fucking appendix ex- exploded. Like, I think the kid hit his appendix. Like, Did that right kid on. get in trouble? I don't know. He's probably running around. Who's the kid who killed Houdini? I don't know. Oh, my God. Who? Hold on. They have to know the name. College gigs are fucking bad enough. And if some snot-nosed kid comes and just punches you in the gut when you're not ready? The man who killed Houdini. Don Bell? Is that his name? Dean Back? It was (laughs) Dean Back, the bass player for Theory of a Dead Man. Um, Can you imagine? I would die. um, Is it Don Bell? Don This is... I'm... Wait, oh no, when, what year who, did this happen? Um, I'm pretty upset for Houdini. I know. What a fucking shitty way to go. If we've done so many miserable college gigs, and if I had died there, oh, man. Harry Houdini died of peritonitis, which is secondary, a ruptured appendix. Um, nom, 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 nom. And how did they know it was from that kid punching him and not some other punch situation? Well... Uh, students named Jack Price and Sam Smilovitz. Smilovitz? Uh, sometimes called Jack Price and Sam Smiley. Corabity with another Price said that the Whitehead asked that Whitehead. Who's Whitehead? Who's Whitehead? Wait, I skipped, I skipped here. Who the fuck is Whitehead? Listen, this is, we, we got to get our facts in order before we start just rambling about, you know, Jack Smiley or the likes. Anyway, uh... Yeah, Price punched Houdini. Anyway, look it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone look it up later. I don't know. Either um, way, don't let some fucking teen punch you. Yeah, if even you're ba- if you're a magic man. And Batman, if you're listening, quit. Don't punch people so hard because yeah. you never know what's gonna happen. Um, Should we go into Cold and Stabby? Oh yeah, I forgot about Cold and Stabby. How could I forget? <laughs> Stabby from this past week's events and maybe even beyond. Uh, I don't know, actually. Are, if this was a, in an alternate universe, this podcast is being recorded. A warm and fuzzy is at least we have each other. And the cold and stabby is like, fuck our landlords. Like it, it, it would be reversed. You know what I mean? The cold and stabby would be like our landlords not paying us our series. Podcast. Oh, right. I see. But we're in the good universe, believe it or not. Yes. Right now. Yeah, so we had our warm and fuzzy. Yeah. I don't know. Do I have a cold and stabby? I feel like something happened that was a little bit stabby. I don't know. I've been... Maybe my cold and stabby is just... um, Maybe it's my attitude. (laughs) What is going on with your attitude? I don't know. I feel like... I, I remember like last week I was talking about... I'm like, running has made me feel like... It's changed my attitude and blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing. It has. Yeah. I do feel more optimistic about certain things and that running has shown me that I, 
I can achieve things that I've previously said that I couldn't. And a little, little, just a little tag on to warm and fuzzy. I, uh, I, achi- I'm, uh, I achieved my a hundred K for the, the month. Hey, that was my goal Macarena. was to run a hundred K for the month. And I am at 100.7 and I ain't done yet. Ho, but maybe the cold and stabby is that I'm, I don't think I'm resting enough. I think I'm literally run down. I think I'm running too much because this is only my, I've only been running for two months. Yeah, you got to take it easy. So for the past few days, I've just felt super shitty and just drained. Like yesterday I woke up and then immediately wanted to go back to bed. And then I ended up running 5K. I'm like, and then I felt a little bit better after, but I've just, and I'm being hard on myself. I'm like, well, I haven't like lost any weight. Not that that's why I was doing this, but because I'm running so much, I'm eating so much bread, which is delicious. But it's just when I like, I, I tried on a dress today because um, for Halloween, I'm going to be old Greg. And <laughs> if you I don't know who old know Greg who is, is, look up the Mighty Boosh, look up old Greg. You'll see it. He's a disgusting swamp monster. But he wears this tutu, and I had this dress with a tutu attached to it that I wore, I don't know, like five years ago. And I tried it on, and it, like, doesn't zip up in the least. And I was just like, I, I don't understand how my body used to be so different. Like, it's not like I had a kid or something. It's like my ribs have chif- shifted. Something's changed. And I just... I guess the cold and stabby is I'm pissed off that I'm not <laughs> as tiny as I was five years ago, but I'm also pissed off at myself for caring. Like it doesn't matter what size I am. That's correct. I'm healthy. I'm running. I'm doing whatever. And also <laughs> bodies change and that's okay. See but that cold and stabby resolved itself by the end there. It did it though, but I'm Yummy. still a bit stabby about it. I'm stabby about, about the pressures in society to still like look a certain way. Yes. But you've recognized it, you've acknowledged it, and it, that's why it's cold and stabby. That's why it's allowed to be cold and stabby. You've acknowledged it as a cold and stabby. Maybe I'll get cryotherapy, and that's actually cold and stabby, where you literally freeze the fat off of you. Well, I mean, anything's possible these days. I don't know if those I places are open these days, you know. But then again, remember that time we looked up mermaid classes in Ottawa, and they're fucking they were. thriving right now. Yep. So anything's possible. What's your cold and stabby <clears throat> there, stab stab man? I don't know. It's hard because we're not around people. Like I usually get cold and stabby when I'm out in public and somebody does something stupid, and I'm just like fuck. But we're not out. So we're not out and about. Um, yeah. Somebody not signaling is usually a big thing. My thing. Okay, here's the thing. If you follow me on Twitter and you reply, I don't get it to a clear, stupid joke tweet that's not supposed to make sense. Just don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah, what is wrong with you? Or the people that do not like the tweet and then respond with their own little jokey jokes that are related to my joke. Don't do that either. That's dumb. I know it's such a small thing, but listen, these are the rules of the internet. In the same way that there's rules of a plane where you don't get up and go past someone in a row in front of you, like you wait for the person in front of you to leave, you don't respond to a tweet without even liking it. Yes. That is like, because... We're all comics here. We need feedback, laughs. If we can't get laughs on Twitter, it's likes. And yeah. if you are making your own little jokey joke from, from that and not even liking the tweet, that's equivalent to you hearing a joke at a comedy club and then running into another room with all your little friends and then saying that same joke, basically, or something related to that joke without even crediting the original origin of said joke. 
It's very stupid and stupid. we're dumb, but this is what we want. Okay, we always ask you what you want. Nobody asks us what we want. And this is what, what we, we want. want. Yes, we want acknowledgement. It's well, it's it's when there was like a big surge of like tweets being stolen and stuff like that by yeah. like big which is still fucking going on. Um like that fuck Jerry and stupid Yeah. that fat guy that the stupid hair. Um like it still happens. Like I'll get messages and it'll be big accounts like that being like, Hey, we'd like to feature you. We'll tag you and blah, blah, blah. And I always say no. I'm like, no, no bro Bible. You cannot have my tweet to yeah. put on your fucking thing. So you get all the, so you get glory. all the money. So, and they're like, no, 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 we'll, we'll tag you. We'll give you, I'm like, give me money. I think one of them, I was literally like, give me $10,000 and they no response. <laughs> I'm sure they circulated that through their little groups. But uh, yeah, I'm sick of it's. It's going all the way back to speaking up for what you're worth and what you're what is fair. It's uh, it's that. It's it's going back to that. Either way, uh, like the tweet if you like it. Like the friggin' tweet if you laugh out loud. That's my rule too. If you laugh out loud, that's a retweet. Oh yeah, if I laugh out loud at something, I'm definitely giving it a retweet. You got to baby, and uh, I'll tell you what else we got to do. We got to get into uh, French movie titles. French movie titles. To wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Also, uh, the, the segment Talk About Cheese is uh, it'll come and go. Right now, we haven't really had a lot of exciting Different cheese. cheese. Mm. I mean, you know, we had some cheese curds today, but we've talked about cheese curds. What have we been eating or drinking lately that is like frequent other than wine and beer? Hmm. We talk about that in Chappy Hour, but talk about food a little bit yeah we talked about it we're good we don't have to force the segment we're not forcing anything we'll have a good cheese soon okay we'll have a good cheese soon yeah. don't worry chris bush we'll use your song also listener if you have a favorite cheese we want to know write in you can write into us right in is this what you want podcast remember old tv shows when they were like right send us a letter <laughs> like it yeah. was like i remember there was like a saturday morning show it was she was a woman that hosted and she and she had this like clubhouse and she would like show the like she'd introduce the cartoons from mm-hmm. the stupid clubhouse and she was always like write in draw me a picture and send it and I'll put it on the wall and we'd do it all the time like we'd get the posted we'd fucking nail it never once did she Poor get bitch. one of our stupid drawings. Yeah, And then you realize you're like that was just some poor woman on some local TV station. That we worshipped as kids because it was the only station we got on rabbit ears. Um, <laughs> but that's just how we grew up. Um, I've been looking for different movies that I think would be funny. I looked up Hocus Pocus because I'm looking for for movie titles that are not... Right. That are almost slangy, we've discovered. Um, but a lot of Hocus Pocus uh, movie titles are just Hocus Pocus in different language. A lot of uh, Abracadabras. Yeah, that makes sense. Which, you know, I guess some countries just don't say Hocus Pocus. Like Argentina, they say Abracadabra. What um, about the Karate Kid? That's one, too. Let me see that one. Let's see that one. Um, I wonder what uh, karate, karate is. It's. I mean, it's going to be like the kicking child. <laughs> <laughs> Small boy fights. Small fighting boy. <laughs> fighting skinny boy, skinny man boy. Kick 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 li- the little, movie <laughs> little little kicks little kickers uh oh this might be interesting 
in the Canadian French title. Hold on, I gotta get Google Translate Uh-oh, up here. Google Translate. First of all, I'll, I'll try to be? say it and you try to Le moment de vérité. Le moment de vérité? Yeah. The moment of truth. Is that what it is? Right? The moment of truth. Wow. Wow, weird. Yeah, Canadian French title is The Moment of Truth. Because that's what the whole movie's leading up to. The moment of truth at the end. I guess so. Face kicks. Yeah, because you don't have to call it... Like, if, if you see a poster with, you know, karate things and it's called The Moment of Truth, you're like, well, this is a cool movie about karate. You know what I mean? You don't yeah, need it to say karate. Um, in Japan, the pronunciation is Besuto Kido, <laughs> which uh, is best kid. Best kid. <laughs> He's the best kid. I mean, you know... Best also kid. works. He's it the best kid. He's he the best kid at karate. Yeah, at the end. I mean, that's kid, uh, that is, that's a bit of a spoiler because um, he ends up being the best kid. You don't know he's the best kid off the top. Well, they don't know which kid's <coughs> going to be the best kid. They just know there's going to be a best kid in it. In Dutch, it's called the Hour of Truth. The Hour of Truth? A whole hour? Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, I assume the competition took about an hour, you know? Right. Um, oh, what is this? Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Sweden. Sweden, it's called no the moment of truth. Wow, shenanigans is moment in Swedish. Oh, I thought it was just called shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) She has a bunch of shenanigans. It's about a. Oh, this one's good. In Taiwan, it's called kid difficult. Kid (laughs) difficult. Next week on Kid Difficult. <laughs> I'm going to kick you in the face. <laughs> I think that they saw that and they're like, well, that's a difficult kid. Yeah. No kid should be kicking anyone in the face. This movie is Kid Difficult. It is Kid Difficult. That's so a that great. I- that's difficult for a kid to do. To fucking kick someone like that? Yeah. That's also a great like rapper name or something. Kid or Difficult? Like, or like, yeah. uh, like a child daredevil. Kid I'm Difficult. Kid Difficult. I'm Kid Difficult. My name's Kid Difficult, and I'm here. To Stop <laughs> doing the here to, I'm say. here to say. I'm difficult every day because I'm bad. Uh, I hate that <laughs> fucking rap. You've done it ever since we've met. I know. Why don't um, you just divorce me? Let's get divorced. No, 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 no. Yeah, and then then I'm I'm Kid, and when they're like, "Why are you divorcing this woman?" I'd be like, "She's Kid Difficult." She <laughs> is Kid Difficult. Your dress is Karate Kid. Oh no! Oh, no I dropped my phone. No, difficult kids. I'm a difficult bitch. Um, if we get divorced, can I still stay at your parents' place? No. Oh damn it! Then I'm screwed. Um, another one that I looked up, which you mentioned the other day. Remember the movie Juana Man? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I know I've seen it. Because it came out in 2002. I watched it with my mom like years ago when we loved it. Juana Man. What is it about? It's about a I don't man basketball believe. player that joins like the WNBA or something. I think so. I actually don't remember. I don't know premise. if that movie concept would fly these days. I, I uh, yeah. No, I, it's aged very poorly. Yeah. You think that the early 2000s were like, you're like, oh, that's modern thinking. No, it isn't. No, it wasn't. Fucking Lindsay Lohan was saying uh, retard like it was nobody's business. And we're all like, whoa. That was the whole thing. The R word was, you know, we even I knew that at a certain age. You don't say that. And Lindsay Lohan's just uh, dropping R words. Dropping R bombs. But people drop R bombs these days, too. Yeah, but like they're in the backwoods and they're, you know. No, comics. Like I see comics in L.A. just casually dropping our bombs. Yes, I have seen that. And it's almost like, yeah, we've been at shows like open mics and stuff. And it'll be a comic. You're like, oh, I think this person might be funny. And then it'll be like, this fucking retard. And it's like, 
That's now everything else that you're about to say. I'm not listening. Yeah. Like, why would you uh, appear to be so disconnected? Okay, we got to get through this Juana man. So, okay, Juana, Juana man. man. Everywhere it's basically called Juana man because <laughs> what else? What else are you gonna call it? Man with two ends. So that. Uh, so that in the movie, it was the first name Juana. Last name man. Last name man. Yeah. And it duped everyone in the movie. Everyone yeah. was like, this giant <laughs> woman and her bone structure is named Juana. Last, last name, name man. man. In Austria, it's called Mr. Sister. <laughs> that works. That works, too. Um, this is my favorite. Uh, in Greece, it's called Everything About Basketball is Difficult. <laughs> That just sounds like one man. Just everything about basketball is difficult. Yeah, it's just it's kid difficult. It's kid difficult all over again. <laughs> but everything about basketball, he like it was a guy like they sat him down in front of a VHS cassette, and they're player. like, "Watch this movie and translate yeah. it." And then he just finished and was like, "I don't know." Yeah, they like soccer over there, so he's just like everything about basketball is difficult. <laughs> Including when you're a man dressed up as a woman. That's his only takeaway is this is a very hard sport. Uh, everything about basketball is difficult. And that's what they had to say when they were, wanted to go to the movies. Do you want to go see everything about basketball is difficult? What's that about? I don't know. It's about basketball being difficult. It's difficult and everything's difficult about it. Well, we're not going to get better than that. No, but I'll tell you what wasn't difficult this episode. And I hope you didn't find it difficult as well. Um, my name is uh, the host of uh, one of the hosts of this, Matt O'Brien. You can follow me on Twitter, Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter. And also Matt O'Brien on Instagram. Um, so keep checking those things and you'll figure out where I'm at. Where are you at? I'm Slurp Scott. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine my name is Slurp. Slurp Scott. Slurp Scott. Slurp Scott. I'm Julia Ladkowitz. H-L-A-D-K-O-W-I-C-Z or Z if you nasty. No. Um, yeah, it's me, Julia. Julia Comedy on Instagram. Julia Comedy on Twitter. Julia Comedian on Facebook. Follow our podcast, Is This What You Want? Podcast on Instagram. Or I... I why can I never remember it? ITW... Is this what you want? ITWYW. ITWYW. That's easy. ITWYW podcast on Twitter. Write us. Write us. And also, I want to say uh, a, a big. Uh, uh, oh my God. Uh, congratulations to everybody on the Nike Run app. You're all running your little your little uh, tits off. We're having a good month. Your tits and and Jennies and and butts and tits and, and Jennies and balls are activated. And vaginas and, and whatever. Yeah, and if you're looking to get into running, that app helps. And we're not working or sponsored by Nike. It honestly has changed. Our we're lives. not, but we could be. You never know, Nike. If you're listening, give us money. Give us shoes. Uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Have a good, warm and fuzzy week, and we'll you'll hear us next week. We'll talk feed. to you soon. Broadcasting from Toronto. Ooh. I'm Slurp Scott.